following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix! Brother Mike is back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. You are about to listen to the nastiest Christian radio broadcast in the entire planet. You're going to hear the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, and we don't care who likes it, we never have. Welcome to the program, today's Bible study. Curses are real. They're real. Today on Hardcore, quickly call somebody and tell them the radio program's on. I'll get to the announcements, and then we'll get to curses. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. HardcoreChristianity.com is the website. If you look, you'll see all of our ministry services. We have two two teaching and healing services per week, Thursdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. We did not close down for COVID-19, and we did not close down for the curfews. 7 p.m. we have our teaching service, 8.30 p.m. our healing and deliverance service after that. On the website, you can go to the PayPal button again and send us another donation. As you have for the last 18 years, believe it or not. Thank you, uh, KXXT Christian Radio. My listeners, you've been very helpful and very faithful over the years. We love you. DarkSkyRadio.com on the internet. We love having you as our new members of the family on Hardcore. Don't forget about Sister Karen. She'd love to list your house for sale. She's on the homepage of the website. There's also uh, Christian Therapy services available now at the Arizona Deliverance Center. That's also on the homepage of the website. May God richly bless you. Curses are real, folks. They're real. They actually happen. Christians can have curses. Why is that? Well, because the blood of Jesus can wipe out and destroy any kind of curse on your life, but it has to be applied, and you have to, through your own free will, apply the blood to your curses in the exact same way you have to use your own free will to apply the blood of Jesus to your sins. The precious blood of Christ, the most uh, powerful spiritual ointment in the history of the world, can wipe out any curse and any sin, but it can't do either if the person does not use their free will and apply the blood to those things. Curses are real, folks. I mean, they're real. When you don't have the blood of Jesus, they're real. Take a look at the Kennedy family. Can you believe that? The uh, father, Joseph Kennedy Sr., broke the laws of God and brought a curse on him and his family tree when he violated the Habakkuk curse in chapter 3 on alcoholism and alcohol and spreading alcohol to destroy other humans. The curse fell on the Kennedys, and it was not a pretty sight. Curses are real, friends. Check it out. Matthew chapter 11, Jesus said, it says, quote, He then upbraided, upbraided the cities where most of his mighty works were done. Now, that's the Greek word anedizo. It means to verbally castigate, upbraid. Jesus was verbally castigating the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, Greek word dunamis, supernatural works. 
supernatural power, dunamis. Why did he do that? Well, it says right in the verse, verse 20, because they did not repent. Greek word metanoeo. Metanoeo is a Greek word that means to make an about face or to turn and go back the other direction mentally and behaviorally. Repentance means that you stop doing something. You've heard Christians say, well, I've repented for this for 50 times. No, you never repented of it at all. You kept doing it. That's not repentance. It's not biblical repentance. Luke chapter 10, Jesus said, quote, Woe to you, Chorazin. That's the current uh, city of, of uh, Karazath. Woe to you, Bethsaida. Bethsaida is the Greek word that means house of fish. If the mighty works had been done in Tyre and Sidon, Greek word dunamis, they're supernatural works, supernatural power. Had those works been done in Tyre and Sidon, which were done in you, they would have a long time ago repented in sackcloth and ashes. For it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. Here's a spiritual principle you need to understand, and here's why America is being destroyed right now. Because the church failed, and because the church is made up of Christians, and they failed. Most Christians are gutless losers in the spirit world. And the reason for that is, the Bible teaches, the more that you're given, the more you're responsible for. The more men entrust to you, the more they will ex- expect from you. In, in America, the gospel's everywhere. Churches are all over the place, and people teach out of the Bible every, all the time, every Sunday, all over the place. Well, when that happens, more is required of you. Well, the American Christians, who are spiritual gutless losers, didn't provide it. And so here you see America falling apart with COVID-19 and falling apart with the giant hoax of police racism, the hoax that cops are running around trying to kill black people. It's ridiculous. But it doesn't matter. Riots, looting, racism, COVID, all destroying America. Why? Because there's a bunch of sinners running around? No, friend. It's because of the church. The church failed America and let everyone down. Jesus said, Woe to you, Capernaum. Capernaum was Jesus' home city. When he got kicked out of Nazareth, he moved to Capernaum. It was on the north end of the Sea of Galilee, of course, and it was a, a seaport. So he was able to do a lot of traveling from there very easily. Well, Capernaum, uh, the, that Greek word means village of Nahum. Jesus said, you're exalted to heaven, you will be brought down to hell. That's the Greek word, hades. Hell is located in the center of the earth, according to the scriptures. Mark chapter 8 just says, quote, Jesus came to Bethsaida, and they bring him a blind man, and he, they besought him that he would touch him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. Okay? Remember, Bethsaida had been cursed, and Jesus led the guy out of town because they were not to receive any more dunamis supernatural miracles from God, for they had been cursed. They saw all kinds of miracles, one after the other. Feeding of the 5,000 was one of the miracles. And they would not repent. 
So Jesus took the blind man out of town because he wasn't going to pray for him in the town because the town had been cursed. And it says, when he had spit on his eyes, tuo, tuo ice is the Greek words there, and it means to spit into. It says he spit into his eyes, and he put his hands upon him, and he asked him if he saw aught. This is the King James Version, by the way. That's the Greek word tis. It means anything. Ask him if he saw anything, and the guy said, yeah, I see men, and they, they're... Uh, I can't quite distinguish them. They look like trees walking or blowing in the breeze. Well, Jesus did that because he was fulfilling a scripture in Isaiah 29, verse 18. It says, quote, in Isaiah, the prophet said, quote, In that day shall the deaf hear and the words of the book, and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity, and out of darkness. And here Jesus is using this blind man who he took out of a cursed city and he's showing that, hey, he's hearing the words of the book. His eyes will see out of obscurity and out of darkness. Back to the verse in, uh, in the text in, in Mark. It says, After that he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. He was restored and saw him and saw every man clearly. He sent him away, told him to go to his home, and he said, don't go into the town, and don't tell anybody in town about it. Folks, curses are real. I mean to tell you, they are real, and curses heap upon people through word curses. They heap on them through witchcraft, through new age activity. Curses can fall on people's lives and destroy entire families and entire generations of people. The best example, of course, I already mentioned was the Kennedy family. But if you have a cursed family, you have symptomatology that reveals you have curses. For example, you may see trends. Trends of sin highlight the potential for curses. Now check this out. Did you see this article that came out? It was on... uh, Bethsaida. It had been under excavation for a number of years, and they were making great headway. Well, guess what? Northern Israel had tremendous rains recently. Guess what happened? Oh, you can imagine it. Bethsaida was flooded. There's over two foot of water everywhere over the entire excavation project. Listen, friend, curses don't lift. Curses don't go away. Doesn't matter whether the city was abandoned. It's it's an excavation plot now. And it was flooded. Can you imagine that? And by the way, a Byzantine church was built on that site that they'd been excavating because, as you know, Bethsaida was an area that Peter and, and his brother and so on, other disciples, they were from that area. It didn't matter. It doesn't help. Just because someone who is a powerful man or woman of God came from your city or came from your neighborhood, that does not remove the curse. What are the number one curses that Christians face today? you have any idea? In my counseling practice, by the way, I've been a counselor for 38 years. In my counseling practice, the number one curse I see is Dishonoring of parents. 
Deuteronomy 27 and 21 and Exodus 20 and 21, Leviticus 19, all point toward this horrible curse. Listen to me carefully. If you dishonored your parents, your mother, your father, your adoptive parents, your step-parents, whatever it was, if you cursed them years ago, a curse fell on you. If you disobeyed them, rebelled against them, hurt them, spoke bad of them, stabbed them in the back, whatever you did, stole from them, whatever you did brought a curse on your life. The sin of that activity was forgiven by God when you asked God to forgive you of your sins, but your life is still jacked up, screwed up, messed up because the curse is still on your life. You're still, you're still physically sick, you're still broke, you're still jo- hopping from job to job, you're still struggling with your finances. The curse is still on your life, even though the sin has been forgiven. Come for prayer and get that curse off of you. 602-636-5800. Come Thursday night, come Friday night at 7 p.m. God wants to save you from your curses of your past. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.